Do you not see that? I see that you have a wife. You have the wife in your profile picture. How's this supposed to work? Okay, come on now. Back to the story. <laughs> and now. Hey, <laughs> Captain. Coming to you from the K2 Studios in San Diego, California. This sounds great. You sound amazing. I always sound amazing. It's the world famous. Everybody should not like BFS. Chris and Christine Show. Hey, what's happening, everybody? How are you doing today? You know, thank you so much for listening. And I am Chris. And I'm Christine, and welcome to episode 102 of the Chris and Christine Show. Do, 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 do. Fantastic. How you doing today, baby? How's your weekend been? Oh, well, um, it's smoggy. There is so much smoke up where I am right now. It is disgusting. Wait a second. Wait a second. You're not here in the same room with me? Oh, goofball. You know I'm not there with you. We're doing wait, wait, look around. podcasting. Wait, wait a second. Hey, where'd you go? It's like distance. It's like a long distance relationship, but podcasting edition. It is. It totally is. It's our long distance marriage uh, via podcast. <laughs> yep. I'm up in the Central Valley again. And when I came over the hill uh, yesterday, I guess it was just yesterday. Oh, gosh. It was just horrific. The air quality, it's like you could taste it. It was so thick. Was there Blech. more wildfires going on in that, in that area right now? Yeah, there is. Actually, my nephew, he is a sheriff. Um a sheriff's deputy and um, they've been asking all of the sheriffs to on their free time to volunteer to go up to the El Dorado fires, which are up in they're a couple of hours away from here to volunteer with evacuations. And so he went up and worked 55 hours and then drove home up. It's up near Lake Tahoe. So he worked for 55 hours and then he drove home and he got like six or seven hours of sleep and then went right back into his regular work week. So and being so, a sheriff, though, what is he physically doing when he's up there? Evacuating people from their homes. Like, like does he drive door like, door a, door? like a van or something or what? No, or no, just- no. Like he's driving their, their Fresno County Sheriff's truck and going up there and going door to door and like telling them you need to evacuate, you need to evacuate. And then... Um, oh, I see. Like, you yeah, got the bullhorn, he's like at the siren, like you see in the no, movies. No, you have to go to the doors and you have to tell them, you you know, you need to leave now. You have to evacuate and then you have to wait until the people evacuate and escort them off their property with whatever they have. And it's do they have, just, do, are they, do they have to enforce that or is it like, yeah, somehow, 100%. Like just, really? They drag them out? No, they don't drag them out. Come on now. But well, I don't know. I'm just checking, you know. I don't know. But all I'm saying is, the air quality is really bad up here right now, and ugh, that's it's what just, I said. I told you yeah. the other day, uh, Fresno. I call it Fresno air quality. I know, and you said that to me, and you were like, "Yeah, it, it's pretty funny if you read it, Fresno air quality." And I was like, I read it over and over and over again, and it wasn't until I read it again that I was like, "Fres, no air quality." It doesn't really make sense. It's it like, does make sense. No it's really funny. It, uh, come on now. It's, it's it, you think it's funny, and I'm so glad that you think that you're funny. Ha ha ha. Well, thank you. I thought it was hilarious. Good job. Uh, speaking of you being all the way out of here, not being here locally, you know, this mm-hmm. uh, episode is brought to you the fine folks at Clean Feed because that's how we're recording this session today. The magic of Clean Feed. It's like we're already here, magic but we're not here, feed. and you're so many million miles away with bad internet. Remind I you. know I have such bad internet today, so I apologize to all of our listeners if you hear a little bit of glitchiness. Hopefully, Chris can fix it on 
the post-production, but if it gets a little bit glitchy or if I drop off, just give me grace because I'm on my Wi-Fi hotspot right yeah, now. Yeah, you're using your iPhone as a connection source to make this podcast even possible. Right. That's crazy, you know, having to pull this stuff off. So Yeah, absolutely. That just goes to show you that clean feed is amazing. So, hey, is there any good exci- – other than you moving all, driving all the way up there, up to uh, the uh, Central Valley. Yes. Any good, exciting news possibly have happened this week? Maybe. Uh, well, I got to go to Ezekiel's first varsity water polo game, Ooh. and that was very exciting. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of craziness that's been happening surrounding our family. It's actually been a really tough, like, week and a few days for us with, you know, crazy things that have been happening for you, Chris, for me, for Ezekiel. And so um, I just needed to get up here to be here for him and. You know, he lives so far away and I miss out on a lot of the stuff during the week with him that I just couldn't miss out on such a big milestone for him. And so he's he was actually so excited. now in, he's in the varsity water polo team up there yes, at Fresno? Yes, just like I was. And he wore my cap number. So he like called to ask me what my cap was. Cause like in water polo, they can't wear jerseys. So oh, well, they yeah, have the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> right. So they have numbers on their caps. And so he picked the cap number that was my cap number when I was oh, in high school. And it was very sweet. special. Yeah, it was very special. Yeah. And um, his dad and I sat together and I was trying to explain the game to his dad and his grandpa. And um, we were all cheering for him. And Zeke was just really happy to have both his mom and his dad there and just really focused on him. And they did team pictures right after. So that was really fun. It was just like... Is this our first official game? It's his first. He had to wait to get his physical. He started late in the season. So he joined a little bit after the fact. And so it's the first time that he got to go for a game. And he was just so happy. And it's just, you know, as a parent, you just love to see your kids happy and finding fulfillment in things that they love. Oh, yeah. It really is. You know, like... Like the kids uh, today were helping me clean the house and, and work on organizing their room, which is kind of shocking uh-huh. to do because usually they're, they're like monsters of destruction when it comes to their bedroom. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how what kids do. They like know how to like thrash a room upside down and take everything out, mismatch everything. In like everything. five minutes. Oh, they totally do. You know, like you can be a totally clean room, showroom mm-hmm. ready, and they can figure out a way to just destroy it. Got Legos and toys everywhere. I think the problem is that if they take a bin out of toys, like Legos, for example, they'll take them out and then they'll be bored with them and they'll just leave it in the middle of the room and they'll go to the next thing. Oh my thing, gosh, I know. And they'll open that next item and they'll play with that and then they will uh, make a mess of that and then the next thing the next thing you know it's a big disaster. So right. kids, what are well, you going to do, you know? Well, you know it would fix that because you know what happens is they blame it on each other like, oh, it's Mason's mess. Yeah, that's right. It's Jacob's totally, mess. Yes, yes. But you know what would fix that, Chris? What's that? Is if they each had their own bedroom. What? Or even their own house of that. (laughs) (laughs) If they each have their own bedroom, then they're responsible for it. But, you know, with our house, we just don't have the space for all of the kids to have their own bedroom. Uh, Well, yeah, you're right. The two little ones do share a room. And it's a good-sized room right now. It's a, what, like a 13 by 11 or something. It's a good-sized bedroom, I think. I don't know. You're all into those dimensions, and I'm just into... What dimension am I from? The fourth, fifth, sixth? (laughs) No, you're into all of those dimensions, but I just am like, ugh, they drive me crazy because they make it a mess every single week. And then they leave, and they're like, I don't have time to clean up. And then who gets stuck being... Well, I don't have time to clean up either. The cleanup crew? And and Christy, you don't don't have time to clean up either, so... Well, I end up being the maid for everybody, so welcome to my world. You're so amazing, by the way. Hey, speaking, uh, of being, well, speaking of amazing, whatever. How, how, thank you. How is the wedding flower stuff happening for you this week? How's it been going on? Um, 
It's been busy. I mean, I'm not, I don't have any weddings this weekend, but I've been meeting with brides and grooms in the evenings and um, been doing a lot of, you know, putting out new contracts and things like that. But I'm getting ready to gear up for a really busy six weeks. And um, I have one more weekend before wedding season kicks up into full gear. And then I have, I think, six weeks solid of events. Oh, six weeks straight every weekend kind of thing? Pretty much. I mean, there's like a break here and there. But if I'm not, if I have a break one week, then I'm cleaning up and prepping for the next one, really. <laughs> Didn't you say recently you're going to actually have to cancel, take out any more new new orders? You have to like stop and stop. Well, hold. I have. Yeah, I'm not taking any more for 2021, but people are already booking me up for 2022 for sure. Look at you. Hot stuff over there, man. Getting booked I out. Know. Sold out. Know, you, you know, you're going to get like a like Christine Smith Designs t-shirt in the back. Say sold out. Like a big stamp. Like they have like that for the, um, for the tickets. Say my books are closed. <laughs> there you go. So I was thinking like a sold out thing. Like, you know, they put those on the big banners for like the shows. You know, you go to like a, yeah. a theater and they have the sold out stamp on top of it kind of a thing. You need yeah. one of those for your, on top of your website. There you go. Oh, that would be awesome. But you've asked me a lot about my week, but what's been going on in your week, Chris? Well, another full week back to work. You know, it's been so hot at work the humidity here because it is summer we have this humidity kind of kicking in you know and it gets so ugh. you know i mean you get the dry heat up there right now and i, I get i get that but the um but it does get very very warm you, do, you guys even get humidity up there or is it all just dry dust um it's mostly like dry but today it felt a little bit sticky i don't know maybe there was like a high pressure front or something but it was like I could go outside for two minutes and I was dripping in sweat. It was like living back in the Midwest again. Yeah, well, that's what it's been like here. Um, today, I think it's, my truck told me it was 109 outside, but I don't what? think that. Yeah, I don't think it was right. I think what happens when you first get in the vehicle, it's like super hot, right? So you got yeah. like that heat and then it kind of like, you know, because um, the vehicle's already so hot and the inside's hot and it's hot. I think the thermometers right. are a little, a little elevated in their temperatures. It's probably closer to 100, but still 100 is still pretty hot. So yeah, um, and working in that all week, it's been kind of rough. I've been kind of like plowing through, drinking lots of Gatorade and lots of waters at work and kind of hanging in when they're I know. And then uh, and doing the usual stuff. I recorded another episode of Podtastic Audio uh, yesterday. Oh, good job. Yeah, I, I uh, slapped it together really quick. I had a few ideas. I can't, um, you know, uh, I was going to talk about, you know me, if I don't, if I don't talk about things immediately, I forget. So what? You forget <laughs> what? I know. I've I'm got- sorry, Chris. What's your name? Huh? Oh, you forgot. I know. I, I got. I got. A, I got a brain like a like a wall, a glass with holes in the bottom of it. Just everything kind of goes in and falls right out the other side. So, um, <laughs> so I forget. So, so I was thinking like, you know, if I don't remember to do this, I'm gonna get this out. And I wanted to get an episode out on this week. So Thursday, Friday ish, somewhere around there. So Friday, I recorded it, slept together, put it up for the world to enjoy, and there it is. Now I have not had any response back. Usually, I get a response back from somebody, but I don't know if I got any responses back yet. Hey. You yeah, need to take a breath. You've just been talking nonstop without a breath. Did you, you're going to die. Take a breath. No, I won't. <laughs> <sighs> okay, okay. There you go. You better now? <sighs> there you go. So no responses yet. I don't think I have. I might have got one or two. I think I got somebody says he likes podcasts about podcasting or something like that. But other than that, that's really all I really got. It's got some uh, some plays on it. So it's good. You know, we're, we're, we're cooking. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, did anything crazy happen this week other than the good stuff? Is there anything crazy that you'd like to share with everybody that happened at our house this week? At our house about the uh, visitor uh, we had? Crazy, crazy visitor. <laughs> okay. What I'm about to tell you 
is real. So buckle up. Buckle up. Okay, this is a true. It is very traumatic. It was very traumatic. So the other day, Christine was here at home and I was here at home. Christine was in her office, which happens to sit above the two story line so she can see up and out over the street and driveway area. So anybody, any car or vehicle coming towards the house, Christine's got like a crow's nest view of anything happening. Yeah, you call it like my eye in the sky. (laughs) She's like, she's like, yeah, the eye, she has like like the watchtower. (laughs) Yeah, she has the watchtower of the house. So during the watchtower, Christine actually sees this guy walking around the street here. To me, we don't know because we pretty much know everybody. It's a small community. Yeah, and we live in a cul-de-sac, by the way, and our house is in the back of the cul-de-sac. So she has a view of everything coming and going. So this guy starts walking through the neighborhood. We don't know who he is. He seems really shady. He's got all these backpacks on and all this stuff. And he's like walking around. And he's kind of scouting out our house, looking at it, checking it out. And then he hide. hid behind this like partial block wall where the dumpster goes for the green waste. And he was just staring at the house. And I was looking at him and I just said, Chris, there's a creepy guy. Like, can you just go out and show him like that? I don't want him walking up to the house and trying to break in. He needs to see that there's a man here, right? Well, or anybody here. So I go outside, and I suddenly go outside. I'm, like, checking the guy. I starts walking closer to me, and I'm like, hey, what's up, buddy? What, what do you want? Oh, hey, uh, is Christine here? <gasps> and I'm like, what? What? Like, first thing I'm like, what? How do you know Christine? And, and he said, oh, yeah, she gave me a ride the other night, and she told me to meet her here. Wait, and she- then he said his name. Yeah, and I'm like, well, what's your name? Chad. I'm no, like, it was Cody. Cody? Oh, I forget. Okay. See, I forget these things. <laughs> Anyways. So I'm like, what? Um, she gave you a ride? Yeah. <laughs> From where? From oh, my place over here to, to, you know, here and 20 meter here. I'm like, huh. Okay. Let me find out. Did I go ask Christine? Oh, okay. Pause here. So I had told Chris that I was creeped out about this guy that was like staring very creepily at the house and then wa- starts walking straight towards it when Chris goes out there. And then he says my name. And then Chris has the nerve to say, What? Hold on a second, buddy. Let me go check with her. And comes in and says, Hey, babe, do you know a guy named Cody? Did you give him a ride? I was like, No, I told you. He's creepy. Like, how does he even know my name? I'm freaked out, Chris. Uh, I'm like, Why would you even come inside and tell him that there's a woman that lives here or that my name is Christine? Well, I was here, obviously, and then, too. And, but then, but then when you went back out, and you said, no, dude, she, she says he, he, that she doesn't know you. And he's like, no, no, Christine, who lives at seven. Yeah, she told me to, to meet her here and kept insisting that he knew me. Right, Chris? Then he, then he said, then he kind of backtracked a little bit. And he says, well, it could have been a different place or a different Christine or something. And, I, and I, at that point, I was kind of like, yeah, I think you got the wrong place. But then, I, then it dawned on me with all of it. He was, he was kind of creepy the way he was kind of checking the place out and the way he had these bags, like you carried like four different bags, backpacks who carries all these multiple bags. He's probably homeless or probably, which I think he was, was a burglar and he was trying to break into the house. And so what he was doing was that somebody comes out to, out to confront him. The first thing I hear they do, this is the thing I heard that happens is that as a defense mechanism, well, they obviously went through our trash or went through right. our, our... That's what you forgot to mention is that our big trash cans were out on the main street to get picked up and they hadn't been picked up yet. So if we had any junk mail, it would have shown my name, right? Absolutely. We just throw the stuff in the trash. So they probably saw a letter with your name on in this address. That's probably when the first thing they say, if you get confronted, you say, hey, is Christine there? I'm here to see Christine. And then, or something like that. So that's, that's what I hear happens from somebody else I talked to at the same situation, is that it's kind of like a uh, defense. It kind of it deflects the fact that they're going to try to rob you. 
deflects that kind of like, uh, hey, I know so and so. It's almost like it's almost like when you go to a party and you just name drop people that may also be at the party, but you don't really know them. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, Sarah invited me, and they're like, oh she did. Oh hey Sarah, did you invite that person? And they're like, yeah Sarah, we know each other. Remember we met at that place. It kind of reminded no. me of the party we were at for the uh, big Fourth um, of July party. I like knew nobody there, right? <laughs> and this one guy was talking to the guy. Remember the guy that was talking to us? In fact, oh the yeah, guy, he came up. He reminds me of that other guy. He does. He me too. That guy reminded me of that guy. And so he was talking to us, telling us, how do you know so-and-so? I know so-and-so, kind of name drop, and I know so-and-so for so-and-so, and all that. Like, I don't know, you know? But um, it's kind of felt like the same way with this guy, telling, right. um, saying that he knew you. And I know you're a nice person, so the thought did cross my mind that possibly you could have given him a ride or given him something or no. something. No, no. That- See, I, I sent you down there to protect me from the creepy guy, and then he creeps you out even more, but then you let him know that I live here. I was so creeped out. So word to the wise, Chris, if some person that looks a little bit shady walks up to our house and name drops with my name, just assume that I don't know them. Well, well, I mean, you know a lot of Chris, people. If, if you're popular, creep- baby, you know a lot of if people. If you looked creepy, would your wife really just give a random guy a ride and not no, tell you about it? No, no, but I have no. seen you done super nice acts of kindness towards strangers but not that. before. But that's not that, that's that's not kindness. That would have been crazy. Like, oh, hello, give a random man that you don't know who looks a who's little carrying bit like, like a 50, seedy 50, character. Fifteen different bags of backpacks on him who right. looks totally shady. So, with all that being said, you know that was a very traumatic event, and I'm not going to go into why. But you know, of course, let your mind run away with it when you think of being a woman and a, a creepy guy coming to your house and using your name. Like my mind ran away with it, and so, so well, as a precaution, Christine yeah. called nine one one, and the police did come over. At this point, the guy had already left, but. She called 911. The officer did come over to the house and he took a full report. And we gave a full description of the, of the guy. Our cameras, although they did not catch the guy because our cameras really only point to anybody at the front door area. Don't tell everybody that, but go ahead. Okay. Well, so so if they're within the front door, if they're all oh, we got cameras that pretty much we have cover. cameras everywhere. Don't ever come on our property. It's going to catch everything. That's what you need to say, Chris. <laughs> yes, it'll catch everything. But yes, it catches but, but everything. It every just, you know, angle, there was a glitch. Every angle. It basically covers all the bases of anybody coming to the property. Backyard, both angles of the backyard, both angles of the front door. Don't tell everybody where our cameras are. Honey, number one thing when it comes to safety, don't let the burglars know what is and isn't covered. So everybody, we have an an invisible laser line around our house (laughs) that if you cross it without our permission, you're going to be electrocuted and die. So stay away. Yes, and we have booby traps. We have booby traps everywhere. And booby traps. And yes, so with all that being said... It was, you know, there's been a lot happening this week um, in terms of craziness and heaviness and, you know, just kind of really hard stuff. And I'm in the mood for something a little bit more fun. Chris, do you have something fun in store for me today? Absolutely. I'm glad you said that, baby. So coming up next, our VIP guest happens to be a comedian, and she was also featured on the world-famous Podtastic Audio a few weeks ago. And we will have her on the show right after this. Hey there, K2 crew. We love having you as our loyal listeners. To keep up to date with what's happening behind the scenes, check us out on social media. Yeah, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget to follow our Facebook page. Yeah, tag us in your favorite fun stories. And guess what? You might just end up on the show. Ooh-ooh. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. 
Do you feel like you're stuck in that dinner rut? You know, like, what do you want for dinner? I don't know. What do you want for dinner? Well, with HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all those lines at the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less with 25 recipes to choose from each week. There's something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Some of those recipes are chicken and biscuit pot pie with carrots, celery, and fresh thyme, figgy balsamic pork cutlets with roasted green beans and rosemary potatoes, lemon cream chicken cutlets plus dilly potatoes and green beans, and taqueria pork bowls, which is a takeout favorite, with corn esquites, sour cream, and cilantro. Go to the link in our show notes to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh, the number one meal kit. And welcome back, everybody. On today on the Chris and Christine Show, we have another fantastic guest. This is another podcaster who happens to have been a special VIP guest on my other podcast, Podtastic Audio. Please welcome to the show, Kendra Crump. Hello, hello. Thank you all for having me again. Thank you so much for not thinking I was bot or spam and just deleting my message. You know, I'm <laughs> glad I passed the test. No, we totally love having you on the show. And I really enjoyed listening to that episode over on Podtastic Audio. So listeners, make sure to check that out. You'll get a double dose of Kendra over here and over there. That's right. That's right. Make sure you all support now. These these are some great podcasters. Like they they're they're doing it. They got ten thousand listeners. So <laughs> thank you. Now, Kendra, where in the world are you joining us from today? Okay, so last time, you know, I thought it was Dubai, but you know, originally like Atlanta, Georgia. So I'm I'm, I'm three thousand miles away from you all. So that's that's where I'm at at the moment. You know, uh, and it's not really hot right now today. You know, it was a little, just a little sweat trickling down my back when I went outside for like 20 minutes, but it's okay. So I'm back inside some air conditioned house. Now, is it like super humid over in Atlanta? Because, you know, we've heard of it called Hotlanta. Hotlanta. But is it like humid and sticky? Yes, it is. It is. I, I love the moisture. I used to complain about the humidity because my hair, before I had put uh, dreadlocks in my, you know, on my scalp, I had, you know, nice pressed out hair, but I would come out and I'll look like a Shaka Khan, but not the good version of Shaka Khan, the bad version of Shaka Khan. And I was upset because I used to get made fun of in school with my hair. But yes, um, I used to complain about that. I'm like, man, I want to go where the dry, there's dry heat. I came over to, you know, you all state. I was in uh, Southern California, did not make it to San Diego. I was going to make it, but that's a whole day trip right there. Um, right. And I was only out there for five days and y'all dried my skin out. I didn't. <laughs> thought I brought, uh, you know, as much lotion as I could. And it was cold. Why is it 60 degrees and it's May 20th? I'm like, what in the world is going on? <laughs> That's like perfect San Diego weather. That's so oh, funny. Man. I can't do it. I love it when it's like 80 degrees. That's <gasps> perfect for me. It is. Oh, wow. Yeah. I like die. I'm like dying of heat. Well, Christine, oh, Christine over here came from the Central Valley where it's like a desert of death it and is. hot. It and is heat. very hot. It, where I grew up, it gets to like 110 and bad air quality. And so mm. I prefer it being cold all the time. <laughs> Got it. Now, did you grow up in Death Valley? 
No, but it felt like it. <laughs> okay, well, gotcha. it's, it's area of the country where there's nothing but farms and flat and nothing but heat and dust. Chris, when he, we were driving and we go back over the hill into the Central Valley, he's like, oh, welcome to cow country. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time that you've been back home to your, um, you know, your hometown? Uh, two days ago. I just got oh, back from lovely. a weekend up there and there's some like fires up north. So it was the the air was so thick with smoke you could almost taste it it was disgusting Ooh, it was like that's... scoop it up with a spoon now has your family migrated from where you're you know from the valley to where you're at now or you still have family members like i'm gonna weather the smoke and the storm and everything else they're all up there i'm the only little birdie that flew from the nest and one of my sisters she flew to minnesota but uh yes the rest of them are sitting in the smog Got you. All right. Well, hey, they like it. You gotta love it, right? <laughs> right. Yep. Everybody just kind of weathers out what they, they have to to live where they love to live. So uh, speaking of that, how long have you been over living in the Atlanta area? Since I was uh, zero. One oh. day old. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you're like a native. It's like native... At- uh, do you call yourselves Atlanteans or Atlantans? Atlanteans. A- 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 <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's fine. ATLians. That's what we call ourselves. ATLians. You know, I like yeah, that. that's what we call ourselves. So, you know, um, it's cool. But, you know, when when you've been in a place for so long, you get you get bored and you want to travel out. And I'm trying to travel to my to my husband. Uh, his name is Rapper the Game. If you guys are familiar with him, he's he's somewhere in the L.A. or maybe Calabasas. You know, it's where all the like stars go. I'm trying to like, you know, go there. And I know he listens to y'all's podcast. So JC on Terrell Taylor, respond back to my DM. I sent you twice in a matter of two years. You know what time it is. That's all I want to say. <laughs> well, he's That's your all husband and he's not answering you, girl. You got to put that on we're, lock. We're, 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 we're separated right now. You know, we're, we're seeing other people, you know, but <laughs> oh, in the meantime, yeah. between Well, time, you're seeing you other know. people and he's just missing you every day, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or maybe he's the one seeing other people. I'm just trying to catch up. That's what I think it is. There you go. Yeah. So, Kendra, being in Atlanta, what's, uh, since you've been born and raised there, could you, what would be a good place to take us if we were going out for a day trip? What would be a good place oh, to Oh, I thought eat? you were going to say if you are going out on a date. I was like, no, oh, that's down. What, no, I could go out there for a day trip. What would you, how, what good place to eat at would be out there? Well, it depends. Like, for me, I like wings. I, you know, anybody who uh, watches my Instagram stories, uh, typically I'm doing it once a week, but I haven't done it in a few weeks um, since last time I was on vacation somewhere else. But typically what I started doing was going to check out different food spots um, in certain areas. And one of the places I, I love wings. I would say, do you guys like wings or you're not like big on wings? Oh, Chris loves them. I, I do. I I, do. I think I like, uh, what's that one, the big chain? It's the uh, Buffalo, Buff- Wild yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings. I go there. You know, it, I like that place. It. Okay. Well, look, you know, the Atlanta airport, they have the, the Buffalo Wild Wings has their own like little court, like food court, you know, and I think you, you'll you enjoy, you might, you know, miss a couple of your flights because you're just going to be there like, <laughs> man, oh, man, it's beautiful. You know, you never, you, hey, you never know. They might sleep, slide you to win a lottery ticket too. I don't know what's up there. I haven't even been up there. I feel like that's like you know VIP access. But all right, so on the south side of Atlanta, I um, in College Park, and I would definitely suggest you all go before seven p.m. It's like a rough neighborhood. You know, I want you guys safe and uh, you know back doing great podcasts. If you, oh, thanks. You know, so yes, uh, it's called. 
It is called Red Snapper, um, and uh, you you like it. It's like that extra steroid in it. I love it. I like those type of wings where it's like big pieces of chicken, not the little skinny ones where right. it's like I pay like t- like fifteen dollars for seven pieces of chicken, and it's and I'm still hungry. Like you know stuff like that. Right now. I just recently, um, about a few weeks back sometime last month, went to a place on the west side of Atlanta called Bankhead Wings. And again, you go, they close at like 7, but you need to get there about 2 p.m. Okay, it's, it's, just letting you know. All right, okay. I mean, I could take you all with me. You, I can be a y'all's little tour guide and also bodyguard. But oh, I'm perfect. letting you know. <laughs> I'm letting you know you want to get there by a certain time because that's like the real hood. It's not as bad as it used to be because of gentrification, but still, yeah. Back to the story. There are wings and it's all flats. Like I, I'm a drums. I like drums and I like blue cheese, you know, so they're all flats. But when I tell you, I was like screaming in the car and I was like, yeah, I did the Holy Ghost dance because it was just so <laughs> good. Like, like, let me ask you all, when you have good food, do you typically dance or what do you typically do whenever you are? Mm-mm-mm. Delicious. That's I so do, good. I do a little dance. I do like, I get wiggle, very excited. Yeah, I, think I like wiggle. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I like okay, it. It's like, like mm, it's so good. Yes. So I think, I think you'll definitely like that. Um, other places now, any, uh, I, I mean, and, and again, everybody's taste buds different, right? There are some places where you might come across, you're like, oh, that, that place was really good. And I'm like, that did not taste good. The seasoning <laughs> was not great. All of that type of stuff. So I think really what it comes down to is what do you, um, what is genre of food? Like, I don't know do you, if you like Chinese food. I know one other spot that's also on Banquet. It's called Lucky Panda. And I haven't eaten there in a few years, but the very first time, um, I remember eating there, loved it, like really great. I was full. I came back three times, to- you know, three visits later, and I'm like, wow, the rating dropped like five, ten oh, points. No. And um, different cook and on then, the stuff. Uh, and and then not only that, it wasn't, it was no love in it, right? And right. I said, what in the world? I remember, I remember there was another spot. It's on the east side, and it's called Mrs. Winter's Chicken. And Mrs. Winter's. Uh, remember, you know how as children you eat certain things like, oh my goodness, this is the best thing ever, like McDonald's, for example. Then Mm -hmm. when you become an adult, you're like, this doesn't taste as great as I remember as a child. Like, where's the love out of it, you know? Right. So Mrs. Winters on the east side. Um, I, when I first, I remember I went there in July of 2020 and I was like dancing in my seat, like, you know, <laughs> doing a little wiggle. Really great. Right. And then I went, you know, came back a pregnancy term later. And for all the ones that that means nine months later. <laughs> all right. Okay. Came back, came back, you know, for ones that didn't get the joke, came back, you know, pregnancy term later. And I said, wow. There is no love in this food, right? And I was having a conversation with one of my followers who's from the east side of Atlanta. And he uh, he was saying that I've been done with Mrs. Winters for like 10 years now. Like, I don't know why you went. I said, man, it was good the first time, you know? <laughs> and that rating was still the same. I said, how? What in the world is going on? But it's okay. You know, and I guess for me, I, I always thought like, I, I, the biggest myth in the world is if you want to get really good food, you got to go to the hood. But that's not always true. I think it just, you can go anywhere and find really good good food but to like i said what what we might have to do is when you guys come out here or if if any of your followers make it out here to atlanta and you want to ask me hey kendra you know like i heard the you know you own the chris and christine show and i'm here in atlanta like where's some good places to go i said hey how about we go together that way you can meet me it could be a two-for-one special little combo <laughs> you know there we're you gonna go. have fun you know so that's how i am 
It's like an official Atlanta food tour guide. But, you mm-hmm. know, you talked a couple times about food not being made with love. So what is the difference when food is made with love? How can you tell whether I it's tell, with spite or with love? I definitely can tell when as soon as it hits my taste bud for like that first two seconds, my eyes get big like, oh, my gosh. Wow, that. They put the right amount of salt, pepper, onion powder, garlic, seasoned salt in it. Not too salty. You know, just, just, it, look, this, this isn't too sugary. Um, mm. It, it makes you, you know, it might clog your arteries just a little bit, but not enough to send you to the hospital. There you go. <laughs> okay. Almost, almost, almost death, but not quite. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I think, I think that's the thing. Like, okay, I'll give you a prime example. Now, when I was just telling you about Mrs. Winters, I went back nine months later. I was going on a uh, road. I had to go to uh, Raleigh, North Carolina uh, to do a podcast. And I remember on that Monday, because I had to go to North Carolina that Wednesday. So on that Monday, I hit up Mrs. Winters. Wasn't good. I said, okay. You know, Tuesday, I end up going to Hardee's. I don't know if you guys have a Hardee's. Mm-hmm. We have or- Carl's Jr. Yeah, it's like the... Yeah, that's what it's called. I was like, it's called yeah. something different. Went into uh, Carl's Jr. And I and and it was like maybe 2 p.m. And they were out. It was like 15 items that weren't even in stock on the no. menu. How dare they? I'm like, what in the world is going on right now, right? Right. And I ended up getting some chicken tenders and fries. No love. It was just like, hey, I felt like it was made by a third shift uh, party who just really was had, probably had a fight with one of their significant others prior to coming into work. <laughs> and they're deciding to just take it all out on, on the food. Um, the food. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't do nothing. I'm sorry that y'all had a fight. You know, go to couples counseling. It exists. Go, go ahead and go to it. Back to the story. Back to the story. So, so. You know, I, I pull up on Wednesday. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Monday, I end up going to to the Mrs. Winters. And then I left for like Wednesday. I drove to Raleigh. So that, that same Wednesday, earlier that day, I went to Carl's Jr., didn't have the food. And I'm like, Lord, like, are you punishing me? Why hast thou <laughs> forsaken me? Now I'm questioning God. I should not do that, but I'm being honest. I'm keeping it real with you guys, okay? Keep, so I would say two hours later, before the podcast starts, I... um. Uh, while I'm in Raleigh, I said, okay, let me go ahead and just find a spot. There was a sushi bar that was directly across from this wings place. And I said, let me go to the wings. Cause like I said, I like wings. I said, I'm going to give it a try. <laughs> I pull into the drive through and I let them know. I said, Hey, I have not had good food in the last two days. I've been like eating out and everything else. Like, what can y'all do for me? They said, okay, look, look, you know, hey, this is our menu, blase woo. And I tried it. As soon as I put the wing in my mouth, I almost dropped the food on the floor. And I was like, oh, my gosh, God, you answered my prayers, <laughs> my taste buds. I was so, like, happy. And, and the mac and cheese. And I, I was like, man, like, can I just take everything home with me? Like, p- taking the doggy bag. And then when I posted it on my story, I had some people from Raleigh said, girl, I love that place. And I said, <laughs> man, good deal. You know, but like I said, it's, it's, 
I thought something was wrong with me. I thought, I, I'm going to be honest with you, I thought maybe COVID had struck me. I was like, no, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> you thought you were losing your taste. <laughs> yes, I didn't know what in the world was going on. But no, like I said, there, there are just some places, like, you know, over in other countries, I believe it might be England where they don't, you know, season the food as, as right. I've, I've had. It's supposed to be more bland. Me, yeah, it's supposed to be more bland and stuff like that. And maybe that's, that's what tastes good to them. And then, you know, I was in Miami earlier this year and I went to a um uh a, a food uh restaurant like by a rapper's name is Trick Daddy and it's called mm-hmm. Sunday's Eateries and I went to his restaurant and they forgot my role. So Sunday's Eateries if you're listening, y'all still owe me a role. Thank you. Back <laughs> to we'll, the we'll get right on that. Yeah. He's on that. <laughs> well it's so funny that you're talking about food because anytime Chris and I go out, I'm, I'll be like, hey babe, how's your meal? And he's like, it's all right. And I always ask him, like, I'm always looking for affirmation and, and it's like, he has really high standards for food. Like, Excuse I don't know, me. I don't know if I've ever heard you been like, this is the best food I've ever had. Now, when I cook for you or you cook for me, you say always what that the magic ingredient is love. Yes. And it- so it's cracking me up, Kendra, that you're talking about that because I hadn't actually thought about it as an ingredient, but I see how like Chris responds when I make him something at home and you know, I've been laboring over it for hours and then he'll sit down and he's like, mm, this is the best thing I've ever had in my entire life. But we'll go to a restaurant and he's like, it's all right. Maybe the defining ingredient is love, Chris. That's You're right. on to something. So maybe I, can, I need to be in love with a chef and they'll make me a better meal. Maybe, yeah, maybe you need to walk into the kitchen like say, hey, how's it going? And, you know, <laughs> ask him about their life story and bond. And then maybe you'll get like an exceptional meal. It's possible. Yeah. Now, let me let me ask you all between uh, both of you all. Did, like, did you was cooking something very prevalent in y'all's household as well? Like, you know, growing up. Like, okay, who, who, who is more of the cook? Like, like Chris, you cook Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays, and every other Sunday. (laughs) How's that work? I tend to cook more, but it's also because I was planning to go to school to become a chef after high school. It didn't work out for me, but I, I love putting together a good meal when I have the time. And that's the difference is if I'm like forced to, if it's like the kids are home and they're being super picky, I'm like, whatever. But if it's just me and Chris, like I've made some multi-course Valentine's meals for him and, you know, trying some new recipes and things like that. And I love baking, but I have to be in the mood and it has to be like cold outside so it doesn't get super hot inside. There's all these conditions, Kendra. So bottom line is I cook like once a year. <laughs> okay. All right, then. All right. Yeah, well, and, and I so actually- is, what's your, what's your, what's your like favorite like dish, like your specialty and everything else? Like what is... What's, what's your favorite and everything? Those, okay. those steaks were good you made, remember? I know. I made good steaks, but one of the things that I grew up making is homemade chicken pot pie. And so like okay. this from scratch, the, making the crust and then doing the inside, which is like a stew and just like getting everything flavored just right and making like homemade biscuits to go on the side of it. Um, that's one thing. But then I make this dessert. It's called pavlova and it's like a baked pavlova. meringue. I've never heard of that. Look it up. It's beautiful. Okay. And it's like a baked meringue with whipped cream. Like you make the fresh whipping cream and berries and edible flowers. It's spectacular. Edible flowers, huh? Yes. Edible flowers? Yes. Wow. Some foofy stuff you're talking about. It is. Is, this, is this all made like you like in the valley? You can't like this was like in the valley type. Like, well, I need no. to go live in the valley or so. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> no, I learned how to make that in Australia when I was a teenager. Actually, I went on a trip over there and I fell in love with Pavlova. And so I brought it back over here with me. 
Okay, all right. Also, so you've been around the world and back. Like, Chris, did you actually go, like, um, I, I know you said you were a teenager at that time, but, like, do you all take these, like, yearly family vacations around the world and everything? Well, let's see. Let's <laughs> that see. is a loaded question, Kendra. <laughs> the around the world part is a negative. Well, I have, I've been around the world. No, He's in like, your mind, with your podcast and your voice. That's true. Chris hates traveling. That's, that is true. He, yeah. like, hates it. If there's anything that Chris hates on the planet, it's, like, Slow idiot drivers and traveling. And people drive with their headlights off, like last night, like the guy last night. Okay, but we're talking about traveling. So I travel a lot. Chris goes on road trips. Yeah. Or a short or like flights to Vegas. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but if he has to like go through TSA, he doesn't like it. Oh, if he has to like pack well, do you a bag. Have, do you have pre-check? Do you do the pre-check TSA? No, because that would re- require him to make an appointment to go to an office and stand in a line. And that's a negative. <laughs> oh. that's, that's purpose. See, so, so, Chris, do you, do you not go to Walmart? Because, you know, Walmart, you know, I used to work at Walmart, 13th grade level of high school. And it was like six registers or three registers open and, and everything else like that. And like 50 people in line. Did you did you have that type of thing? Yeah. I almost got a fight with a guy behind me in line at walmart it was a walmart oh, really? yeah they had like he has aggression issues well this is many years ago maybe like seven and i was at a walmart do you guys have the walmart slash grocery store where it's like more grocery store than so, walmart super center in a way or just no, a re- small there's small oh, the market yeah yes. yeah we yeah, yeah. We, we have that it's, it's in certain areas of you know georgia or so well, I was in the checkout there, and their checkout aisles at those markets, well, at least when I was at, was very narrow and very small. Like, you barely can fit a cart through it, kind of small, mm-hmm. you know? And the guy behind me was literally, like, hovering over me while I was, like, trying to enter my PIN number on the cash mm. register machine. And he's, Not like, hovering literally, over you. Yeah, that's how close he was. I said, hey, dude, give me some room here. And he's, like, got all mad and started getting mad at me about it. And I said, I can't even type my PIN number in because you're literally, like, standing over me. And they didn't have one of those, like, shields that protect your, you know, your numbers. It was, like, oh, oh, oh keypads. It was, like, elevated up for everybody to see. Like, hello, here's my PIN number. Everybody can check it out. And I was, like, no, give me some privacy, you know. And the guy kind of threw a fit about that. And um, then I actually went home all pissed off. And I called the store manager and bitched to him about it. Oh. But, but – <laughs> Well, I was, compl- I was complaining to him about the whole situation. And now you're telling this is this is how he gets, Kendra. He'll, he'll and get then, like and then I never up. I never went there again. Are you triggered again? I'm no, very Chris? triggered. Yes. Did you write a bet? Did you write did you write a review on the Better Business Bureau? Like uh, I don't know if they had that, that the Yelp review. I don't know if I gave him one. You just I'll, took a photo I'm, and like it's never too it. late. It's never too late now. Come on, it's, it's open. <laughs> I think you should do it. But I was just like, all they had to do was put like those little barrier things so you protect your keypad numbers and have like a little a little bit of separation you know and i mean this guy was like right next to me he was like literally like leaning over my shoulder mm-hmm. and i'm like come on now you know but i don't know Hilarious. i mean i don't yeah. want to shop there much anymore now well we, we have definitely um tapped or picked your brain all about being a foodie and everything but let's talk more about you and your specific story as it relates to your podcast and like what's a little bit of your background it sounds like you're a pretty funny gal where did that come from so i've been funny my entire life like i never tried to be do uh comedy it was never my first 
like occupation. Like I wanted to be a teacher, and then I realized like you're gonna get fired if you put your hands on students. Uh, you know, <laughs> some, of these, some of these kids deserve like they they don't have the correct home training. Like these parents want to be their kids' friend, and I'm like. Come on, guys. Who's a parent and who's a child? You know, and right. I see a lot. And I work at the airport, so I see a lot of like parents trying to reason with their kids. Like, no, little Timmy. Timmy is beating up their parent. Like, it's parent, I'm like, how dare you? I'm like, where's the belt? Back to the story. Um, so I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to be a basketball player, even though I'm like, I'm not tall at all. I'm like only like five, six, five, seven, but you know, I got a nice little jumper, you know, just, just a nice little jumper. Even though I got like, I shoot with two hands, but somehow the ball still goes in, in the hoop. There you, you know? go. So it counts. Uh, yeah. That's all that matters. Right. At least I score like a few points. Um, I, I wanted to be um, a WWE diva and it was only so I can get in the <laughs> ring with John Cena. That was like my first like jungle fever, like man, Ooh. along with Shawn Michaels, Batista, Randy Orton. Yeah. A lot of the list goes on. The list goes on i wanted to be in a you know relationship with all of them uh yeah it didn't really work out they're like 20 some years older than me back to the story you yeah, know there's there so, little buddy <laughs> so you know i thought about when you mentioned like culinary school i thought about being a chef but then i realized like that's a lot of math that's required i'm like why do i even have to go to school to learn like wh- when it comes with cooking like it's 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 simple like why do i need to go to school for that i still don't know why i still need to go to school for that but you know the math part was gonna be the one like really uh kick my butt behind that um so after having children children tell me that i'm funny and there are three things that don't lie it's children a drunk man and leggings okay now that I, is I really the do, truth leggings. I, put a lot of, <laughs> <laughs> I put a lot of my trust in that people kids were like you're really like funny i'm like okay man i should go pursue this dream because kids laugh at what i have to say and um yeah and they don't laugh pretty... at anything that's not funny they just look i was gonna say kids face. do not laugh at, yeah they'll just give you a straight face and be like mommy can we go i don't like her you know <laughs> so i've seen that happen to me not to me to like seeing that happen to other people and everything else like that so with all that with all that in, uh being said um i just said hey let me go forth with this so i started in 2016 via snapchat and at the time my snapchat was very like little kim's like hardcore album which you know if anybody out there's listened to it you know how like vulgar it gets and my thing is this you can be funny you know talking about the birds and the bees but a real comedian can talk about and be versatile talking about race religion um you know whatever it might be you know but with that being said, like the problem is you get canceled in, in this day and age. Like there are jokes right. I've been canceled for, and guess I'm not gonna say it on your show because I look I like you all. But if anybody <laughs> wants to know the jokes I've been canceled for, come holler at me in my DMs. All right, I will <laughs> gladly let you know what it is. So yeah, that's that's pretty much um pretty much what comes down to. And I, after 2016, I posted my videos at the, in, in on Instagram late 2017, early 2018, and then I had. Uh, just started really going hard in 2020, January 2020. I started like I realized that men will support a woman faster than women will support women and vice versa. And it's kind of sad how that is. Right. And so I ended up just going after men, showing love to them. Of course, they're going to try to holler at me. I'm like, sir, do you not see that? I see that you have a wife. You have the wife in your profile picture. How's it supposed to work? Okay, come on now. Back to the story. <laughs> so so with that being said, they're going to try to holler or whatever else it may be or try to harass me. And I'm like, you know what? Just just subscribe to my YouTube channel and we're good. Okay. And, and <laughs> if you're a normal person, I'll meet up with you in person. Keyword, if you're a normal person. Oh, a lot of these guys how many of those you run by your life? <laughs> 
Oh my God. You know, you know what's so crazy, Chris? I think that the internet gives, now again, there are some cool people that I literally have said, Hey, you know what? Y'all are just really cool. Come on my podcast. You're normal. You vibe well. They haven't tried to harass me. They might call me a pretty one time and they leave it alone. Like after that, you know, but, but I say you are so cool. But then it's like other, the other 75% of guys will say some of the most off the wall things. And I'm like, you wonder why you're going to be, you're 50 and single, sir. You need to <laughs> talk like I'm a freaking child. Leave me alone. Like, what can I do with you? Papa? Like, leave me alone. You don't, you don't you want know? a sugar daddy? You don't sugar, sugar daddy? You know, I want a splendid daddy. You know, the one that doesn't want sugar. And here's the thing, guys. There are men out there who will literally pay for a woman's time. Like, literally, will just, like, go on, like, a few dates with you and hang out with you. And they'll pay you. I haven't come across those guys yet. Wherever you all are, I know you're listening to this podcast as well, okay? <laughs> Hit me in my DM, all right? I am great at conversation. And um, I'll give you a good hug. It won't be a church <laughs> hug, okay? And I'll give you a great hug. And I'll go on about my day. A church you know? hug. I'm dying. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. now on on a more serious note. So you said you've been funny your whole life. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like your humor developed to cope with any hard things in your life? Yes, I have suffered with depression since middle school. Didn't know it was depression until I got older. And that came from the book. Like, kids are mean, man. Like, and this stuff, sure that are. type of stuff starts from home. You got to teach your children. You got to put it in their brave. You have nothing nice to say. Don't say it at all. You know, and like the fact of the matter is, is that, um, I, it was like, it started from girls making fun of me about, you know, uh, my hair. My hair being uh, uh, nappy, you know, very coarse. Uh, They talked about my big lips, just, you know, um, um, my skin complexion. And I'm a a lighter skin uh, tone, but like it was the whole dark skin versus light skin thing. Me not really like figuring out really what I wanted and, you know, how um, in the news, a lot of the times it's like the racial injustice, like, um, whatever it might be. And so I felt ashamed with my own, like I say, with with me being like black in America and stuff like that. And it was like a lot of, uh, cause you know, you turn on the news and I'm like, Oh, this person's going to jail for this. And my father wanted me. He was like, you need to watch the news. He was like, like, man, I don't want to watch Fox news. Okay. Like, can can I watch this (laughs) channel? I'm a freaking kid, man. But he wanted me to watch the news and be up to date. But if you turn on the news, it's like, okay, this person's going to jail for this thing. This person's going to jail for that thing. And then the police, which like, it was all of that type of stuff. And then, so from there on, um, it also came as I got older, me wanting to be in relationships with these guys and guys didn't want to be in a relationship with me. They were trying to be in a relationship with my lady parts. And I'm like, sir, don't oh. you want to know who my first and last name is? Come on now. Like what happened to step number one? Don't you want to know <laughs> if I, if, if I'm not like a, a looney tune or something like that, but nobody cared about that. They're like, you know, when you're that young, you're not thinking about taking the girl to take home to mom. You're just thinking about a girl, you know, who, who's the good times girl. Right. But it's like, like for me, that was depression as well because I'm like, I'm a good person. I have a lot to offer to the table, all this type of stuff. But it took me a while. And then as I'm coming into my young adulthood, I was still suffering with that because present day, the reason I've never been in a real relationship is because I've never come across so many uh, young men, young or older men, because a lot of these men don't get better as they get older, which is so right. great. Like you, like like Christine, you are 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 definitely uh, have somebody who loves you. And, and, and how long have y'all known each other? Like at what age did you guys meet? 
Oh, let's see. That's a loaded question. Why is that that a loaded loaded question? (laughs) Because I'm going to reveal my age. No, we've been together for, uh, well, three and a half years. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. For me, it feels also, like forever. Also, you guys met, you got, y'all didn't meet like it when y'all were like, uh, oh, no. We're newlyweds. We just got married in November. Oh, oh, okay. Cool, cool. Okay. I was thinking y'all met like y'all were in college and y'all been together like, you know, or met when y'all were five. I don't know. I feel like anyway. I've known you my whole life, Chris. Oh, yes. I feel the same way too. Some days a year or a day feels like a year. So, yeah, that's what you say. Yes, yeah, so, but okay. Well, I was gonna. Well, I was gonna say that, like you know, the problem is now in this day and age, a lot of men don't get better as they get older. And I've never met so many or come across so many people who don't have. Uh, and we're not talking about if you live in New York where you don't have to need a car. But I have never come across so many people who don't have a car, a license, a legal job, credit, um, or any barely any credit or whatever. Like their credit scores are two. You know, like, <laughs> like, like, you know, but, but they, it's like, but they have Jordans, they, they, they're a, a, a gang member, they have uh, marijuana. And it's like, to me, that's just deplorable because it's like, at what point do you grow up? You know, and and to me, it's like uh, I, I've never met so many guys. I'll be like, hey, how's it going? Like, how old you is? Skirt, sir. <laughs> how, did you not graduate from like elementary school? Like, I know you even if you dropped out of high school, they taught you the proper like grammatical adjectives, subject, verb right. type of, you know, with everything. You know, so to me, it's like those are things that, that I will have to deal with. Like, I'll say, hey, send me a picture for your contact photo. They'll send me a picture of them throwing up the middle fingers in their pictures. Like, at what? age should people stop doing that yeah. they'll send me a picture of them with with the money and i'm t- like to me it's just it, or 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 they'll have the secret like girlfriend that i they thought i wasn't gonna realize i'm like guys women are like the fbi come on you can't put nothing past us just saying <laughs> it is so, very- no, like those are those are things that would like like i said that i had to, and then also when it came with the depression like let me so it was levels to it right and and currently as we speak i'm doing a lot better like if i am depressed it's probably for like five minutes and i had to like shake it off i had to mentally tell myself to shake it off there's also the depression came for me not being able to have a really great relationship with my mother because i wanted my mom or both of my parents really to be like certain characters off of tv shows not like the brady bunch but more so hey i can or my older set of siblings hey um i want us to be like you know bosom buddies for me and my older set of siblings where we can talk about certain things like with my father let's talk about what guys come in your life for and everything else my father was a shoot the breeze type of dad and then one of my favorite scriptures is luke 23 34 which says father forgive them for they know not what they do mm-hmm. and as a parent y'all do the best that y'all can you know there's no hand goods hand, hand guide to parenting right. so with that being with that being said um and also you know with the relationship with my mom i had to learn like to fight like actually what, what what is forgiveness and what does that mean and everything else like that so i had to learn to let all of the issues and anger go from things that i was upset with her that happened when i was probably seven mm-hmm. you know and also it's, it stems from the other part of depression stems from me going after my dreams and you know y'all are nice enough to have me on but i've had had different podcasters and different people because I like to do interviews as well. Right. So I've had different podcasters and interviewers who would not like they'll give me the runaround or they'll probably want me to pay them money to 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 like I had one person say, oh yeah, I would love to have you on my podcast. Send me an email. I'm like, why well, I gotta send you an email first? Anyway, so I'll send them an email and <laughs> and then they they will because I don't know how to like really start it off, but I'll send them an email. They say, okay, well here's here's my calendar. Select the date, right? I'll select the date and then, and it's like a price attached to it. I'm like like, oh, a, price to, a price to how much? What's the going rate? 
like, okay, I had one person for a 15 to 20 minute interview. They wanted me to pay them $300. What? Shut I, I had, up. We're in the I wrong business, one, Chris. I had, <laughs> wow. I had another person who has like 400,000 followers on Instagram and maybe like 50K following on YouTube. And they wanted me to pay them $7,500, 7500 For you what? to go on their show. Yes, if I got show, if I got picked, um, I have had people, like I said, they they people just want me to. I had someone want me to chart, pay them like forty dollars or whatever. But my, this is how I am. I'm very paranoid. Where I think if you take my money, you're gonna block me, and we're not gonna do the do the interview. That like, oh, or yeah. you like say I'm paranoid because I'm telling you, like I, I don't I don't do that. Like, and then on top of that, this is how I look at it. I'm gonna like this is free game to anyone since you guys are family friendly for all of the family, like the the children out there listening. Let me tell you something. Something. You cannot pay your way into fame, okay? That's true. And you cannot have relations with people to make yourself famous, okay? That is the biggest myth in the world. If you do something with someone, that you're going to end up becoming famous, and that's not true. Why do you think so many there are so many homeless people in Hollywood? Because they thought, oh yeah, I'm going to like pack up all my stuff, probably pay all these people who claim that they know these big stars or do certain things. No, that's not how it works. Like right. sl- slow progress is still progress. Exactly. Like, There's like no magic bullet to success, and I think that that's really important when you're talking about podcasting or comedy is it's a lot of diligence and persistence and it's not like all of a sudden you're going to get one magical guest that's going to catapult you to fame like the yes it happens but it's very very few and far between and it's not like the rule and Chris and I have had some pretty big names on the podcast before and we were like mm-hmm. this is going to be it it's our magic or, ticket or you'll see that they have like say 10 20,000 followers you're like great mm-hmm. we're going to get 10 or 20,000 listens and then <laughs> you're like work. you know 150 and you're like what what did Are we you not do? Not even that that's big that's it's like right. 1% that doesn't right. work that's that's the biggest myth i used to think you know and a lot of people don't understand people will buy followers a lot of those followers that when you see people who have like 50,000 um, Instagram followers. A lot of those followers are bought, B-O-T right. followers, okay? They're, and then on and, and then people will buy verified check marks. So I don't get excited. Well, how much do those go for, by the way? Just curious for, for <laughs> those who might want to buy one. I, I, don't, I don't know, but they be in my DMs. I think it was like $5 or something like that. But still, I feel like they can take your, your account over and they will like literally like have it. Like I'm sure you guys will have like somebody you've been in your DM that you had a regular conversation with and then somehow their account got like and then they start saying, hey, I seen I have made these great pictures of yourself. Click here and then, you know, stuff like that. Like they will they will end up they will end up doing that. They mm-hmm. will end up doing that. Type Do you of get stuff. a lot of the offers come your way via social media of like we will um, not only the followers, but also the uh, we'll get more listens on your podcast or we'll get your podcast uh, top of the charts and Apple and all that kind of stuff. I've had that. I've had. I've had the Illuminati. <laughs> I've had the, I had a conversation with the Illuminati in my DM, and I said to the Illuminati, I was like, "Okay, they're like, you want riches and fame?" I said, "Well, give me some money." Well, no, you you have the money. You give it to me first, and I'll give you some more money back. I've had oh, the Illuminati. Yeah. I've had I've had sugar mommies in my DM. I've, I now it's just a four. What's a sugar mommy? It's like you. It's babe. the same it's as like the sugar dad. It's the same as the sugar dad. Um, I've had but looking for ladies. No, like sugar mommy can like like whatever way you swing, you know, uh whatever Ooh. makes you happy at night. Um yeah, so the sugar mommies have been in my DMs. I've had the uh for now it's the Forex and Bitcoin traders oh, in my DMs. Wow. Make you, you know. rich overnight, right? 
Yeah, and I'm like, guys, this is why people don't want to invest. Like, it, it reminds you know, back in the day, you ever get those emails and those like, remember, like even before that, they chain had, letters, <laughs> the chain letter thing. But before that, they had the thing in the classified ads. It was like you can make a a bunch of money stuffing envelopes at home from your couch. Mm-hmm. I that must those. be before my time. I, I don't know. I don't know about that. Oh, it was. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know I about the chain. I know about the chain letters. If you, they say if you send this to ten people, like you won't go to hell. Like I've had that, so I was sending <laughs> to ten people because I was afraid I was gonna die and go to hell. You know, like you. <laughs> You, you can't you know and i'm like wait like and then there were times i didn't send to nobody i'm like i'm still alive you know but then i would still do certain things or, and then you know my mom she's an evangelist so like you're going to hell for this so you know i was like that my, that's another reason i was depressed because i thought i was gonna go to hell most of my life because people kept saying it. So the email kept telling you so huh yes yes so you got the uh youtube channel and you have the podcast you run them both at the same time I do. So I'll post my episodes of my podcast on my, uh, I'll post both, both of my episodes. Like I'll post my episodes on my pod for my podcast to my YouTube. Um, because a lot of people don't have like a way to subscribe. Like, Oh, I don't have Spotify, Pandora, whatever. YouTube is easy. You can find you. Anybody can get YouTube. So yeah. it's easier for me. It's easier, um, for me to, to end up getting, uh, the, more of, of a, I guess, traffic there in a sense. Right. But YouTube can be very picky though too with what they want to you to release and not release. I've heard of people getting deplatformed mm-hmm. off YouTube. YouTube is not not friendly to uh, kicking you off. They'll kick you off in a heartbeat. They can, they can, but I some people with their podcast it doesn't seem like it because they'll post a little, I mean, or not or skits, and I'm like, wow, this is very uh, vulgar. Okay, oh, got wow. it. Yeah, well, the thing about YouTube is that some of these podcasters they'll try to dump their all their eggs into one basket, the YouTube basket, and they'll mm-hmm. like have this video, like Zoom video call thing, and they'll put the whole thing on YouTube, and they'll only be exclusively on YouTube. I'm thinking, well, the podcast is that I'm not, we're not exclusively on Apple, we're not exclusively on Spotify, we're not exclusively on whatever it may be. So if one per one of those decide not to have us for whatever reason, we're on the next one. So with YouTube, if you put all your eggs in the YouTube basket and they get rid of you. You're kind of screwed. And some of these YouTubers, they make quite a bit of money. Right. They do. No, they they do. They do. You know, so it, it's a knack for it. It's always a way that you can get around. But I don't know. Hopefully, uh, some of my podcasts, it's, it's starting to get a lot more uh, non-family friendly. So hopefully, I'll end up getting, uh, you know, kicked off. But hey, we'll see. We'll cross that bridge when I get there, right? Absolutely. And, you know, you are really funny. And one of the things that I've made the mistake of before when I ha- we have funny people on the podcast is saying like, tell me a joke. Are you a tell me a joke kind of a comedian? Mm-hmm. Or not, are you a like you have a bit? I'll have a bit, but like that's a, that's one thing we all hate. It's like tell me a joke type <laughs> of podcast. Joke. Make me laugh. <laughs> I'm like you make you tell me a joke, like no. So you try to make me laugh. This should be a game show. Like try to make the comedian laugh. Oh, like, that would be a good like one. random people come up to like a comedian and try to make them laugh. You know, like is it was it worthy or not? <laughs> or they're gonna exactly. turn it around and flip it on them. They're like, you're that gonna too, be funny. They, they're gonna make the that person that's trying to make them laugh the subject of their next bit. Of course, and that makes it all fun. We should do that. <laughs> But I have heard that there are a lot of comedians that do struggle with depression and that's why they are able to be like super kind of cynical and turn that around in a funny way. And um, so are you networked with a lot of other comedians? In a way I am. I think we're all funny in our own way, but like like underground comedians more so than anything. Oh, what's the difference with an underground versus above ground comedian? (laughs) 
like underground comedians are people who just haven't made it out there. They probably don't want to be like oh. have social media. Like I got a, I got a homeboy of mine, right? And and he will never ever get social media, but he's freaking hilarious. And I like he's my ghostwriter as well with certain things, you know. So that's that's it. He's like I'm never getting social media. I'm like I understand. <laughs> I, I don't blame you. That's so fun. Well, a lot of social media is kind of like your ticket to kind of get out there to the mainstream. You know, like mm-hmm. without it, I mean. I don't know how they did it back in the olden days, you know. I mean, I'm sure they're on the street corners telling all telling jokes to everybody that walks by, and that's probably how they get their name out. But uh, but with social media now, you literally can can do a show via Zoom or or YouTube or whatever, and people can you know consume it in uh, all parts of the world, which can really get your name out there faster. But on that same note, there's a lot of people doing the same thing, so you have to really stand out. Yeah, no, and that's that's actually true. And you know, you can make get famous off of anything on social media. You can you can like make one joke and and it's not even funny. People will just go and you know clout chase it, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, I love them." And I'm like, "Bro, they're not even funny." But you know that that that's how it is. I don't try to, I you know, I just say what comes to my mind, and then people laugh. Right, absolutely. And you know, we just really have had a fun time having you on the show today, Kendra. And so, where can our listeners find out more about you and Check out your your YouTube videos and all of the mm-hmm. fun things that you have going on. So you all can find me um, at the Kendra Crumb Show. So at the the is in the K Y N as in Nancy D R A C R U M as in Mary P as in Paul Show. Not with a money sign, with a S H O W. Y'all too old to be putting money signs for your S, okay? And my <laughs> YouTube is Kendra Crump. Put a space in between Kendra and Crump. And my own podcast is the Kendra Crump Show, where it's not family friendly. But hey, listen at your own risk. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Good warning. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. And we appreciate you being on here so much and telling us a little bit about your journey and um, just it's fun to always meet other podcasters and it's always fun to talk about food. Thank you all for having me. I I really appreciate it. Until I guess until next time. I thank you you guys. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for being on the show. The Pod Breed Network is strictly for the small podcasts that are up and coming in the vast world of podcasting. Pod Breed is made up of many diverse podcasts coming together to achieve the same goal of being the best damn podcast network on the planet. Find out more at podbreed.com. You know, that was so wonderful having Kendra on the world-famous Chris and Christine show, not only on Podtastic Audio. Yeah, you know, I really learned a lot from her, and it reminds me of some interviews that we've done before about how comedians really develop their sense of humor to be able to cope with really difficult things in their life, and seemed like that was really true for Kendra, too. Oh, absolutely. I know. Going through some hard things, you kind of push it back and let the humor kind of come out, and they did say that uh, humor does come from a side of anger, which is kind of ironic, but uh, it's funny that yeah. way, you know, how that works. Well, you know, it made me wonder, Chris, because you're actually like a pretty funny guy and you come Looking, up with things. that is. Uh, no, you're, you're a funny guy and you come up with things very quickly. You're very quick-witted. And I was wondering, like, where did the origins of your humor come from? Oh, okay. This goes deep. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> I don't know. I've had a very tra- traumatic life um, over the last how many years I've been alive. I have to count, cut the rings here and find <laughs> out. But as um, far as wittiness goes, I think what happens with me is that my, my mind is always racing so fast because that's why I speak so fast. My mind's racing so fast. So everything kind of comes in at like really a million miles a second. So that's probably why I just 
things come through and they just come right out, you know? And I yeah, think you don't have a filter either. I do work on my filter. I am trying. <laughs> I, I do. I do. I'm not like uh, Rain Man. We just spitting things out left and right, well, you know? Kind of, but okay. okay thank you. Thank you, baby. <laughs> so. But you do have a quick wit and, and you do, like, I overthink things. And so I'll just like try and be super articulate so that I don't say the wrong thing. But for you, half the time, it doesn't seem like you even care if you say the wrong thing. Um, uh, to me, that is not the wrong thing. To me, that is cr- the correct thing. <laughs> you I tell me, got- it's the truth. You're like, at least I'm saying the truth. That's right. The truth will set you free. That's what I always say. <laughs> so, um, but what I'm saying is that I, I try to, to, I mean, do filter. I do have a filter. I do filter things out, you know, but. Do you? Uh, yes. Yes. I, I mean, trust me. I really do filter things out. If, if I was not, there would be another side of me you would not like to hear. Okay. I'm scared of that. The old, the old Chris, the older Chris, you know, that oh, okay. was the older Chris that was saying going to the to the bars a lot and meeting girls a lot, a lot and, uh, you know, things of that sort. You still can be a bit edgy, but like, do you find that since you've been with me, do you find that you're still as funny as you used to be? Or do you think that you're a little bit more buttoned up? A little buttoned up, but I'm also funny, too. I think the th- trick is is to be clean comedy or clean funny is, yes. is a little harder to do than being the raunchy comic. Because back in the olden days, what I was trying to tell you is that the older Chris was a little more of a raunchier comedy, you know? Like, yeah, a little more of those kind of, like like fart jokes to the next level. You know what I'm oh. saying? If that makes any sense. So, so Yeah, the, you, know, you that, still try to go there. Not like fart jokes, but other ones. And I'm like, don't even, nope, I don't want to hear it. And you're like, but it's funny. And I'm like, it's not. It's not my kind of comedy. Well, see, that's the thing. That's 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 where the filter comes in. You know, that's where Chris's uh, filter, Christine filter, comes in. And no, well, I guess that that goes back to like as a comedian, which I know you're not. I mean, you're a comedian in our household, but um, for those that are actually out trying to, you know, make a living off of comedy, that they have to know their audience and kind of define their style of comedy. So, I think that like. There's some that are cleaner and some that aren't. And it's like you need to know what kind of a comic that you are so that you attract those kind of people, right? Absolutely. And also, if you're touring across the country, there's some jokes that will fall flat in Texas that will kill in like North Hollywood or whatever, you know, things of that sort. So, you know, know, give me an example. What's what's a joke that would fall flat in Texas, Chris? Oh, (laughs) can can you believe it? I was walking out to my Mercedes Benz and this and this homeless person asked me for a two dollar bill. Can you believe that? The, no, sorry. That fell flat in California, too. Well, we loved having Kendra on the show this week. And if you would like to learn more about her, check out the listen notes on this episode. And if you would like to learn more about us, we hope that you are uh, either a consistent listener or if you're a new listener, then follow along on our journey. And you can find us at where, Chris? At chrisandchristineshow.com. And, we'll and ch- that's Chris and Christine with K's, but you can find us if you spell it anyway. <laughs> thank, thank you, babe. That's what I was going to say. Is that I, I rearranged it so where that we can, uh, you can spell it however you want to spell the name. C H K whatever you want to do. Chris but and Christine we are Show. Chris and com. Christine with K's, and, and that's, that's our, our we- phrase. That's our website, and yes, that's and all, you- folks. You got anything else, baby? No, no. We just love having you all here. Make sure to listen to this full episode. Subscribe to us and leave us a review. And we will be back with you next week.